Have you ever wondered why some people who have been dealt with the worst imaginable circumstances succeed and why some don't? Is there psychology that drives success? And why do some people reach their potential while others who are equally talented don't seem to get that far? Are you someone who gives up in the face of failure? Or is failure a stepping stone to success for you? Today on Hype Woman, the podcast, we uncover some truths behind what it means to have an abundance mindset and why this is so relevant for us in the midst of a pandemic. Good morning from Germany. It's a crisp minus 11 degrees this morning in Bonn. Not a soul to be seen outside. And I'm so tempted to go for a walk and experience a bit of brain freeze. So for me, this is a big step out of my comfort zone, especially for a girl who has lived on a seaside town with a summer temperature almost all year round. Minus 11 degrees is unimaginable. But then there's this German saying that there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. So how's that for developing a growth mindset? On that note, Stanford psychologist Carol Dweck Now, she happens to be an award-winning recipient in education, research, and development. She made a finding that children who have a growth mindset, meaning that intelligence can be developed and learned along the way, are better able to overcome stumbling blocks, navigating bad weather and life giving you lemons and you decide to make lemonade or tequila shots. What? It's 9 a.m.? So... These lemonade-making people are more resilient than those who have a fixed or scarcity mindset, meaning that intelligence is predetermined. And all these people get stuck on is the fact that life gave them sour lemons and there's nothing they can do about it. Yes, understanding this is relevant for us right now, especially in this pandemic era. It's natural to default on the survival mode, where our response is either fight or flight. But this often leaves us feeling anxious, depressed, and unsatisfied. So how can we change that? How can we react better to our circumstances so that we're more positive and we actually feel more fulfilled? You may have had to deal with disappointments in this last two years. Maybe you've had to postpone your plans or you've lost relatives and friends. And just job losses, businesses gone bust, or you're a working mom who has had to handle both childcare and work from home, and your mental health is just very fragile right now. In times of war and pandemic, people revert to the survival mode. And in the long run, this isn't healthy for the mind or body. So friends, what is scarcity? Scarcity mindset refers to people who approach life with this point of view that everything is in short supply or finite. You get so focused on the outcome that this has a tendency to avoid challenges, to avoid taking risks for the fear of failure. So for example, these people, they also give up easily and they feel that if they invest effort, it's just pointless. Like, what's the point of working out every morning. Abundance mindset, this is similar to growth mindset. This is seen as a person who experiences life focused on the process. 
they embrace challenges, they see failure as information. So for them, the language in their head sounds like, oh, this didn't work out for me, but I'm going to find a solution and I'll try something else until it does work out. These people persist when things get hard and where there's a setback, they don't give up. They invest effort to master new skills. So this is true for you if you're an entrepreneur or an innovative person, people like Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, you get the picture. If we have to draw a bit of comparison between these two mindsets, then this is what it looks and sounds like. The scarcity mindset often ignores constructive criticism, while the abundance mindset learns from criticism. And so here, this is another thing. People with a scarcity mindset feel threatened by success of others. If someone at work gets a promotion and they don't, they view this as personal failure. So you see how this can also lead to a lot of stress and anxiety? Whereas people with abundance mindset, they have a greater sense of free will and they're inspired by the, su the success of others. So as a result, these people are able to reach a new level of higher achievement. So why are we talking about this? How does this affect our daily lives, our business and interpersonal relationships? You see, the thing is, many companies still operate with this Santa Claus theory of micromanagement. Who's naughty? Who's nice? Grading and evaluating performance levels as opposed to developing the skills of their employees. But yes, it's not you. It's the system that you're subscribed to. In corporate, we have this feeling that promotions and raises are scarce. Resources are limited. And micromanagers, managers who try to keep information to themselves. Micromanagement, yes, it's, it's still very much alive and well. And generally, this short-term thinking seems to be the norm in certain workspaces. Also, many employees with a fixed mindset want to appear smart and perfect in front of their peers and superiors, so they never actually make bold, visionary moves. Do you know what I'm talking about? Here's an example. If you're afraid of making mistakes, you'll never learn on the job and your whole approach becomes defensive and you may say to yourself, I have to make sure that I don't screw up. And I've seen this happen in some workspaces. People are so afraid of, of screwing up, so afraid of failure that you just never try anything new. Alternatively, you might be unaware that you're expressing such a fixed mindset when you say things like, I'm not a people's person. It reveals an unwillingness to learn because according to research, a set of skills can be learned and taught if you are willing. The takeaway from the research by these psychologists is that when we focus on learning goals, this inspires a whole different chain of thought processes than when we are focused on performance goals. So here is what it, when, where it gets interesting. How do we change from a scarcity mindset to a, an abundance mindset? The trick is to focus on skills and resources that you possess, not what you lack, not what's missing. So before imposter syndrome and other self-limiting beliefs kick in, you find yourself thinking about the competition because scarcity mindset will have you fixated 
on the limitations instead of opportunities. So here's a bit of my personal story. When I first moved to Germany and had all the odds stacked against me, I couldn't speak the language. My law degree felt like just a piece of paper that didn't hold any weight in Germany. I was a new mom, so childcare was almost non-existent or I just was too late at applying. And being a brown woman who didn't speak the language, I was basically perceived as the immigrant wife. But I decided that I wanted to start working. I wanted to get a feel of what it's like to be part of the German workforce. So I started teaching business English to professionals. And then the opportunity came to teach lawyers legal English. So I got to use my degree and my English for a purpose unlike anything I imagined. When I studied law in South Africa, I definitely did not imagine teaching foreign lawyers legal English terminology. But anyway, here I was and it was exciting. It fed this love that I have for different people, different cultures. And I would head to Cologne early in the mornings of our classes. The classroom was basically the boardroom of this fancy law firm that looked like you were in a legal drama film set. The boardroom had this huge corner room, all in glass, overlooking the Rhine, with the Cologne Dome across the river in direct view. So aesthetically, this was quite unreal. And I got to see how a German law firm operates. I got to listen to big cases that were currently making the news, uh, in the European news at the time. And in this process, I was able to network with a pool of young lawyers and each had their own personality and background, bringing in such a vibrant perspective to the classroom. I was then offered to teach more classes and I got to become friends with a partner at this law firm who shared his story with, of, of how he grew up in Berlin and his recollections of the day the Berlin Wall came down. So I remember thinking at the time how exciting it was to have the opportunity to hear first-hand stories of, of this historical event. Another thing is to surround yourself with people who have an abundance mindset. So for example, if you want to start your own business, you do not want to surround yourself with people who have never taken any kind of great visionary risk in their careers. Because if you don't be surprised if they project their own fears onto your projects, a friend will say something like, yeah, but that's not a real career. That's just a side hustle. This can make you doubt your decisions. Whereas someone who is ahead of you on your entrepreneur journey, they can help you troubleshoot your setbacks and failures and help you find solutions. Yeah, just because you're experiencing some kind of setback along the way, it doesn't necessarily mean that things are not working out. It just means that you need to try something new, try a better way. There's a saying, you can't experience something new if you're still doing old things or, old, or, or practicing old habits. So similar kind of mindset. Also, what you want to do to achieve an abundance mindset is to create a win-win situation. So this happens when, you know, there's more than one party to deal with and all parties, so you want all parties to walk away feeling inspired, satisfied, with a better sense of accomplishment. 
This means that you have to listen without judgment, brainstorm until you find a solution that suits all parties' needs. Our second last point on how to adopt an abundance mindset is to simply practice an attitude of gratitude. And then who better to get inspiration from than the queen of gratitude living, Oprah. She says, if you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. So yeah, try listing five things that you're grateful for each day. And especially in times of this pandemic, when you've probably dealing with a lot of loss, I personally find that focusing on things to be grateful for helps me handle my losses better. It gives me hope that something is working out for me. And it helps me stay focused on the present. And when we're focused on the present, where we tend to be given our all and there's less anxiety and stress. Lastly, in order to develop or master this mindset of abundance, you have to train your mind to recognize possibilities and opportunities. This has helped me change my perspective on so many situations where I thought my options were limited. So my husband, he actually pointed out this one to me. For example, being a mom in Germany can seriously be a role roadblock in a woman's career, especially in a country where childcare is just limited, being an expat and you don't have family nearby for support. Yet the opportunity and the unique standpoint that I have is that through my writing and through content, I can advocate for issues that affect working moms, expat wives and mothers of color raising bicultural kids. I'm able to challenge these very real struggles that women face in the workforce in order to create awareness and also give women the language they need to articulate their struggles. Ultimately, what I want is to transform the narrative of what it means to be an immigrant wife. But even if that doesn't happen, because I know that I can't control the narrative, I have to be open to the fact that by me allowing myself to be open to different possibilities and outcomes by sharing my story, this is still rewarding because the, sh the story takes a shape of its own. My job is simply to put it out there. So friends, an abundance mindset enables you to see more in your life, more options, more choices, and more resources. Often I ask myself this question to challenge my own mindset and maybe you can try to. If you had all the time and money in the world and you knew that you couldn't fail, what would you be doing? Yeah, I'm going to leave you on that note and hope you enjoy this podcast. It was a bit different. And you can follow us on Instagram and maybe leave a comment. Tell me how you like this podcast. Until next time, stay inspired. <laughs>